181 of Aussie Tech Heads. Yes, it is the 31st of March, 2016. And uh, look, don't don't be fooled by any April Fool uh, stories tomorrow. I'm sure there'll be plenty. There are every year, as with all these tech journos, I think they're trying to have a bit of a laugh on us. But uh, yes, we are brought to you by athwebhosting.com.au. If you want some shared hosting on Australian servers and at a reasonable price, jump on there, athwebhosting.com.au. Now, maybe a little bit of a different show for everyone this week. Uh, sort of none of the regulars, but we've got two very special guests. We're going to introduce them uh, in quick succession, and then we're going to find out uh, what they do in the tech world. Okay, so first of all, we're going to uh, try and use their nicknames because they're both called Steve, so it's going to be really <laughs> confusing. So first of all, uh, we've got developer Steve. Hello, developer Hello. Steve. How are you doing? Good. Good. Excellent. And on the other, or up the other, up the other end of the seaboard, because developer Steve's in Melbourne, <laughs> and up on the Gold Coast is Steve Dalton Spidey. How you doing? Hey, Glenn. Yes. Uh, all right. So let's. Uh, where do we want to start? Let's start with. Um, look, we'll go back to to uh, developer Steve, and let's start with you now. Developer Steve, you are. Well, you can explain. What do you do? You're, you've been with PayPal. You're moving on and. What's going on? So yeah, current, uh, currently just finishing up with um, PayPal Braintree as developer advocate for the Asia Pacific region. So I had a very big playground. Uh, and next week start with Zero as the API evangelist. Um, I don't really have a playground with that one. It's kind of wherever I'm, wherever it takes me, I guess. Yeah, have right. bag will travel such, such as the evangelist way. Right now, look, you you gave me a, a stat earlier today, and that was how far <laughs> yeah. you have travelled in a plane. How far is that? <laughs> Three hundred seventy-seven thousand kilometres. I think it's about two hundred fifty-four thousand miles off the top of my head, and yeah. that's in a year and nine months, give or take. Uh, one hundred and thirty-eight events, eighty of which I spoke at. Now I uh, I did some little bit of. Uh, to and from with those figures. I don't know if you've ever done it, but uh, yep. to put it into some perspective, now the Earth's circumference is 40,000 kilometres, so you've gone around the Earth nine and a half times. You've yep. uh, you've nearly gone twice around Jupiter uh, or a lazy trip to the moon one way. That's a lot, lot of miles. I have to come back from the moon now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, to give you some idea how many events I've done, that's lanyards. Yeah, wow. That's heaps. <laughs> not many people have actually seen that. Um, yeah, I kind of started collecting because, yeah, why not? Mm. Well, that's right. Now, um, all right, now, Spidey, what are you? What have you been up to? What do you do uh, in your day-to-day -day oh, man, That's a hard question. I do lots of stuff. Um, I, I'm a developer, a bit like developer Steve. Mm -hmm. um, so I do consulting, all sorts of stuff, kind of slightly boring. Um, I have a startup which is in the IoT space, Internet of Things, and doing some stuff around ag tech at the moment, which is agriculture technology. Right. And then thirdly, I run the Gold Coast tech space, which is a hacker space here on the Gold Coast, which you come to as well, Glenn. I do, yes. And, uh, very good. we muck about with, you know, electronics, 3D printers, drones. We've got a hacker program on at the moment. We've got eight teams trying to build crazy stuff, robots. Nice. So that's kind of my fun stuff that yeah. I do. Yeah, cool. The other stuff is fun, but that's that's the, the fun thing I do. Yeah, I think and that's kind of my hobby too. Yeah, I think <laughs> the uh, most interesting thing that you do is you're the ambassador to the wearable IoT world. So uh, ah, sort of interesting. Yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's where it's all heading. That's that's uh, yeah, it's where it's all going. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So you've been overseas to San Francisco with that, and yeah, um, I had a couple of trips. Uh, not last year, the year before, no. It seems a long time ago now, actually. But, uh, yeah, so I do still work with those guys a bit. In San Francisco, they've just set up a new accelerator in Hong Kong, so they're getting closer and closer right. to oh. us. So Yeah, good stuff. Now, um, now, what did you... You were going to give us a bit of a chat tonight, Spidey, about uh, blockchain. Now, uh, as I was speaking to you just before the show, I told you that I installed the Bitcoin wallet, and it's still installing. It it, it has to uh, yeah. go through nine years. Block. It's a pretty big chain. Right. It used to be. I remember when it was under a gig. So yeah, I had that surprise the other day when when I reinstalled it. It's now. So, yeah, it gets big. It's now about twenty gig. They said at the start. 
Wonderful. Yeah. yeah, so uh, so what's uh, blockchain and why is that better than Bitcoin? So when a lot of people think about blockchain, they think Bitcoin, which is what you did when I mm. mentioned it to you. But that's that's just one part of blockchain. That's uh, what they call a cryptocurrency. So blockchain is kind of like the, the wider thing. So um, one of the things, I just kind of just got into it again. I had like I, I used to do Bitcoin years ago. And I just kind of got bored of it, got out of it. And then just recently, I've been doing some stuff with Ethereum. Right. So you have to kind of think about Ethereum. It's still very niche at the moment. Steve might know about it. But uh, um, not many people really know it, the word. Um, but give it a year or two, everyone's probably going to know it, either the word, or they'll, they'll see what's happening with it. So mm. Ethereum is really um, a world computer. Right. It's a lot more than it's a lot more than what Bitcoin is. So you can actually run code on it too. So I, I should, and you can and I, so there's a, there's a lot more to it than just the currency is what I'm trying to say. So I should stop my uh, install of Bitcoin and do something else. Is uh, we might have lost him. All right, he'll be back. I think he might have froze. <laughs> <laughs> he, he might have froze. Oh well, he, <laughs> let's is Scott trying was... to get him back? Uh, maybe. All right. Well, while he's frozen, we'll just have a bit of a chat and see if he comes back. And if not, we'll have to try and get him back. Now, um, developer Steve, what uh, yes. what do you know about bitcoins? Have you dabbled with bitcoins or whatever it is? I have, but it's an interesting space. It's been interesting seeing um, sort of big business and banks and whatnot start to sort of do more with it uh, and show more interest in the space. Although I think there's still that level of caution but mm. yeah it's definitely definitely something that sort of a lot of people have been able to get involved in yeah all right so it looks like uh steve the spidey we'll just try and get him back here he comes is you back steve yeah i'm back sorry oh. about that no, you sorry. just all went really quiet i thought they're listening really intently <laughs> really intense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um look we do have a, a do you have to do the clapper can you carry on yeah i can we can carry on yeah because it's it's uh yeah. Yeah, as long as it records fluently from this end, we're, yeah. we're fine. Anyway, anyway, so uh, Ethereum is a, basically a, a world computer. It's a single distributed computer that spans the whole world. And you can run um, cryptocurrencies on it, but you can also run code. You can run what they call smart contracts, which is what's getting a lot of banks and insurance companies and people like that interested. But also you can run voting, uh, democracy. You can run, I've even seen people running locks. So, uh, you know, Internet of Things type services as well. Yep. The nice thing about it is it basically doesn't ever go away. If you put some code into it or some a service into it, you know, like, um, you know, you hear about all these Internet of Things devices people are buying. Mm. Steve's probably done a few of them. Uh, you know, the Nest and all these things. You know, they all have a little service they talk to on the web at the other end. Now, what, what happens when that service goes away? It's like the vendor decides to shut it down or they go bankrupt. You've got a brick, basically. You've usually got a bit of hardware you can't use. Right. So there's some uh, sort of exciting um, opportunities there with the blockchain to have a uh, basically a network that once you put it out there, it's there for good. Yeah, okay. And you're at the mercy of uh, a vendor. Right. So, yeah, that's what I'm sort of interested in, in it about. There's a lot more to it than that. If you want to learn more, go to Ethereum yeah. website. Uh, some good uh, YouTube videos. Yeah, how do you have a look at the one called uh, so it's Ethereum E T H E R E U M, right? And um, a lot of them are quite technical, but have a look for the one called Ethereum for Dummies, or the Dummies Guide, I think it is. Yeah, so okay. that's quite well explained. The guy, it's one of the founders that explains it, and he attempts to explain it without using any of the usual words that they use. Right. So he he does a fairly good job of it. So, but it's one of those things that my wife said, what are you working on? I'm like, I just can't explain this at all. But just I'll tell you this word. And in two years' time, when it's like commonplace, you can say, oh, I remember you telling me about that two years ago. So, so that's kind of what I could do. So, so in the future, you're saying that the actual Bitcoins won't be or they transfer over to this Maybe. model? Well, you can transfer Bitcoins to something called Ether, which is what is the fuel that runs the Ethereum, net, Ethereum network. Right. Uh, so Ether itself is, is a fuel, but it can be used as a currency too. But you right. could also build your own cryptocurrencies. You could build like Glencoin tomorrow. 
right. on top of Ethereum and start your own currency. Nice. So Bitcoin, I don't know, there's a few predictions about Bitcoin, where it will go. Mm. I think it will eventually peter out. I guess it depends what happens to the financial uh, economy in the world, you know. Yeah. If a, a major company collapses, a country collapses and decides I'm going to take Bitcoin as the currency, then, you know, that might actually be their currency. And right. A lot of people are using Bitcoin as a bit of an insurance for if there is a global financial collapse. Wow. It's a, it's a, it's an insurance currency because it'll go through the roof. How's the? So, um... Yeah, it's, an, it's a bit of a weird one that. Not, not, no one's quite sure what's going to happen with it. How does it go as far as the ATO and uh, and other Bitcoin? Tax... So yeah, it's an interesting one that. So there's a ruling uh, last year on Bitcoin, and um, basically depends on if you're doing it in business or not. If you're doing personal trading with Bitcoin, uh, there's it, it's not actually considered a currency in the same way that money is mm. um, but if you're doing it for business you can be you know it has a dollar value so yeah you have to go read the ato ruling it's actually kind of so crazy if, reading it I wonder <laughs> but uh, you, yeah you, you, if you're doing it personal for personal use it's it's fairly under the radar mm. still yeah ato okay. just said oh we can't be bothered with it yeah, well, it sounds it's like a very, uh, very deep subject. So yeah, I guess that yes, if, if anyone, so. <laughs> anyone wants to go further into it's it, it's pretty technical, but it's there's still regular people using it. Yeah, um, Bitcoin's not really took had the adoption widespread adoption because it's still got this kind of dark association with crime and uh, you know illicit purposes mm. you know people hiring hitmen and things like that and, <laughs> you know the, the um, silk road and things like that whereas yeah. if you look at some of the other blockchain technologies they're getting like very quickly adopted by banks and big financial yeah. organizations now because they don't have that same stigma yeah well i think once so, you, yeah it's, it's yeah right, once go, go, you start go, seeing go. bitcoin everywhere like i've seen it on you know banks and as you said and uh just you know you will i might i'll have to start getting into something like this and uh, but uh, but well, we'll the try ship the ship sail on Bitcoin, but try yeah, try the that's other right, That's all right. We'll, we'll move on to that now. Um, <laughs> now, developer Steve, tell us what uh, what an evangelist is. So you seem to be getting a few uh, <laughs> filling a few roles with the word evangelist after them. <laughs> What's going Essentially, on? Essentially, it's a combination of marketing and PR and a whole bunch of other jobs all sort of rolled into one. Um, in a sense, like being a developer, like I can stand in front of developers and talk developer stuff, but at the same time representing a company. So being like a thought leader, bringing new technologies out, showing how things work, essentially the way I've always described it is I geek out on stage. Yes. Uh, so kind of renowned for the odd pun or two. <laughs> um, <laughs> or four. <laughs> <laughs> I always incorporate it. I, yeah, it's kind of the one of the things I do like really love is like being on stage and kind of devs showing new stuff and yeah. just literally just having fun. Right. Um, essentially, that's an evangelist. Is I'm, I'm there to represent the company. I'm there to be developer support, um, and I get to show new stuff. Like it's mm. one of all the things that I love doing all rolled into one. Very long hours, and usually the thing people always see and always go, "Wow, you've got an amazing job." Which it is fun, but long hours. Yeah, uh, yeah. is all the the after parties and events that I go to. Oh, someone uh, has to do it. <laughs> <laughs> which you know that is that is a part of it, but yeah, um, yeah it's not the major part. <laughs> so you're you're um, moving from one evangelistic role to another with zero, which is the XERO yep. accounting uh, software online accounting software yep. uh what what tell us a bit about zero they, are they they're going gangbusters they're are they, are they growing faster than the standard the myobs and quickens and how are they all going um yeah global global software so you know used everywhere on this planet at the moment soon you know who knows the, you know the universe is the limit mm. maybe even they're not but anyway um yeah look um massive expansion you know uptake it's huge. Uh, I actually haven't started there yet, so yeah, I don't know all the funky numbers yet. But um, yeah, look, uh, looking looking forward to it. I think it's um, uh, definitely one of the the cool companies that I was uh, kind of looking at when I was looking nice. at moving. It was you know they needed someone, and I love what they do. Now, so well, love what we do. <laughs> yeah. So, and you're also a bit of a fan of uh, hackathons, from what I can gather. You are yeah. Attend, so and a few. And... <laughs> Run yeah, well, I'm also director of a new one that I'm um, kind of launching in the, the region. Well, I say region, but again, world's the limit. 
um, uh, so called Kingdom Hack. Uh, it's still relatively new. We will be announcing uh, a few hacks coming up soon. Um, and essentially just wanting to go out and support developer community, um, you know, have a, have a nice big sort of professional style hackathon. Of course, most people, um, Sydney, Melbourne, were able to see Battle Hack when we, when PayPal was running that in the region. Mm. Um, and this kind of sort of feeds on from that is we literally wanted a nice big um, style hackathon for devs to show what they've got at. Yeah, nice. Now, I've just, um, for the people watching the video, I've just flashed up your webpage. When are we going to get something with a bit more grunt on the webpage? <laughs> <laughs> so we've got, got, our, got our lead designer um, working on some stuff at the moment, which um, soon. Right. Uh, actually announcing uh, something tomorrow morning. Oh, okay. Well, I'll be uh, going to kingdomhack.com <laughs> tomorrow morning to find out what's going um, on. And, well, uh, also on our social social media as well. Yes. What's yes. the website? Kingdom Hack AU, is it? Kingdomhack.com. We got the .com. I think you, yeah. I, I actually went over to the Facebook, Kingdom Hack Facebook, got oh, a yeah. bit more information from there as well. But, yeah, I um, saw that. Yeah, so it's looking pretty good. Can't wait to see what uh, what it's all about and how it all goes. There's a, So there's a team behind it as well. So the experienced um, uh, community hacker team, there's a few few different groups in different states. And at the moment, we're kind of we've had invites to go to take it to Singapore and New Zealand already. Um, yeah, not sure if we'll get there this year, but yeah, we will. We will be expanding into overseas yeah. countries soon. Well, that's what it's all about. So you you'll be racking up some more yep. miles soon. Good to see. <laughs> <laughs> have suitcase. We'll travel. <laughs> all right. So uh, look, we better get better find out where people can contact you if they wish to. Uh, where can they contact you? Uh, Developersteve.com um, developer and I'm yep. um, Steve. Pretty much everywhere. All right. And uh, Spidey, where can they contact you? Uh, Spidey, everywhere. S-P-I-D-I-E, <laughs> spelled totally wrong. And that's um, Twitter. Steve, Steve at com AU is my email address if you want to email me. But well, email is dead, right? We don't use email anymore. Yeah, I saw you put that little note in the, in the show. Note. <laughs> what, are, what are you talking about? I use email all Being the time. Cheeky. Yes. I don't know. I'm, just, I'm not using it anymore. And then I just started using it again because Google bought our inbox finally yes. on Google Apps. So you oh, seen okay. inbox? Yes, yes. So that did a good job of basically rolling up about 500 emails I was never going to read. <laughs> oh, okay. So I actually did read my inbox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and right. then, so maybe I will use email again. Yeah, but that inbox has you been know? that's been out for a little while or has it just been in the beta? I think it was only Gmail users, and then they oh, okay. they, oh, they always said the yeah. app uses later. Right. So I've got an yeah. apps Google Apps domain. So yeah, no, but I use like I use Slack, I use Trellos, I use Chat. Yeah, Finding right. email is what I talk to my corporate people on. It's all the boring stuff. Because I know, like I joined up with the Slack, and I've joined a few others over the time. I think the hardest thing with all these these new chat things is you got to make sure everyone's on it you know like otherwise, yeah. how does it all how do you get it's right if they're not on it they're then they're in the out crowd they're not going to know all the cool <laughs> stuff that's happening so well that's right that's separate that's their problem yeah exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> all right so, i was in the out crowd because i didn't use facebook for years and i really felt like i was in the out crowd i've just gone back to it and i'm like oh i'm back in the club right <laughs> <laughs> oh look facebook is just uh it's just one of those things. I think you you have to have it, don't you? Like you get sick of seeing pictures of food and and crazy stuff, but uh, you just have to have yeah. it. You have to be in the in crowd. And what, what all those app invites. That's right. Yeah, I just get my random aunties sending me random t messages in the middle of the night. People in the UK <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> saying who I haven't spoke to in like fifteen years. It's quite funny. What do you think about the the Snapchat? Is that something you use? I don't know. I'm too old for that. I think. How about you? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> what about you, developer Steve? <laughs> I actually have an account, but I don't normally yeah. use it. But yeah, I've got the name. Yeah, I, I downloaded it the other day onto the <laughs> iPhone because I thought, oh, we'll see what all this is about. But who, who wants to send a picture that only lasts a second? Or whatever. <laughs> it's all corporate now, though. Snapchat's all corporate. Oh, Can okay. you believe it? There's something yeah, like right. Snapchat. It's got like corporate uses now. It's getting. Yeah, originally it was teenagers sending like sexy pictures of themselves to each other, but it's all like um, brands now. Whatever happened? You know, and, and 
Yeah, whatever happened to that that site uh, where it used to just bring up a random video camera? It was done by, built by a, a Russian guy. Oh, that was um, yeah. What was that? Uh, roulette. Yeah, something. chat roulette. Chat roulette. That's right. I That's wonder, it. I wonder whatever happened to that. I wonder if it's still around. That... I think it's still around. I just question that... the material on there. <laughs> what about, what's hot? It's hot or not? Still around? Do you remember hot or not? That's still around. I think that went to a dating site. I was just thinking earlier about all these real old stuff. You know, the early days of the internet and memes and. Things like that, and like, are these things still around? Mm. I showed my kids the Badger Badger meme. Do you remember that? Like 15 yeah. years ago, and because they loved memes and they hadn't seen that one, so for the last like <laughs> week or two, they've been doing like um, Badger Badger Badger, um, you know, moves in the house. Yeah, right. Sorry, Glenn, you were going to move on to something a bit more serious. No, and just, no, no, you no you're right. Of... I, 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 I was left out of the Badger memes. I don't know really what you're talking you about. You haven't seen my bacon, bacon, bacon one. No. That I put on Facebook last week. No. I did my own badge. My, in tribute to the Badger, Badger, Badgers, I did a bacon, bacon, bacon one on Facebook. All right. Well, let me write. It's got about six, got about six views. I'm so not... you, maybe you can get the view. If you can't up a bit, I want to go viral. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna write that I'm gonna write that down. So I'll look at that after the show, then I'll I'll see yeah. what we can do. Yeah. Now don't get too excited. Now you were um you you were looking at Audi tech as well. What do you think of that stuff? Is that any good? Audi is awesome. How awesome is Audi? Yeah, I think it's. We all just right. bought um we bought some of their three D printers the other week. Oh right. They had a three D printer. Oh. They are awesome three D printers. Right. Um. And I also bought a really awesome uh, wildlife camera oh, last yeah. week, yeah. which has got like about five different infrared night vision cameras on it. Now, so, wait, is that for a chat roulette? No. <laughs> <laughs> now, does, you can come and see my foxy fox in the garden. <laughs> does um, no. Oh, the Ali yeah. Princess though? They were um, basically, it's pretty smart how they did it. They just got it's like a Prus. If you know anything about 3D printers, it's like a Prus i3. Some company just went and obviously went to Aldi, said, "Yeah, we can make these for X. We can you sell ten thousand of them? You know." And then they've gone and took a purchase order to China and just got these things built. Uh, yeah. But they're they're really good, really good 3D printers. So we've had uh, about seven or eight people bought them at our tech space. Right. They're like five hundred bucks and. Yeah. Uh, 10, 15 minutes uh, getting them out of the box, you'll have a, they work just straight up, straight off. Does Audi, so maybe 3D printers are going to be this year. Does, oh, we're going to lose Steve again, I think. But um, I was going to say, well, while, while he's doing that, do, um, well, you wouldn't probably, you don't probably don't know too much. Do you know much about the yeah, Audi stuff? Right. Oh, is he back? Oh, he's back. I'm back. I'm going to drop out every so often. I think my computer's just cursed. Yeah. So just ignore me. Carry That's on. Right. We'll, we'll wait. <laughs> Uh, does Audi sell the consumable part of the um, printers, the 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 yeah the, the filament? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's right. pretty good. Now, how do you, how do you go about getting the designs? You download them. Uh, you can go to a site like Thingiverse, and yeah. there's thousands and thousands and well millions probably now of designs, yeah. and you can much like code. I was trying to explain this to someone the other day. Uh, some of the Objects are actually written in code, something called OpenSCAD. You can actually go to GitHub and actually fork the code and actually change the code. Or if you've got the right design tools, you can download the file and edit it. Right. Uh, or you can just make something from scratch. Or you can get a scanner. You could scan your head if you want and yeah. print your own head. Or so people, uh, yeah, they're pretty easy to get going with now. Are, it's, they, uh, are they special scanners? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, you can buy 3D scanners or you can use um, a mobile phone, actually, right. and a special background. You can buy, like, a special um, – it's got little dots on the back that allow you to see oh. – it allows them to basically make a 3D image, and you rotate your phone around. Mm. So it's pretty easy ways to do it now. Now, um, developer Steve, have you had any uh, interaction with Audi tech gear? Um, just the odd USB hub or, you know, HDMI cable that I've always <laughs> needed from time to time. And, hey, Aldi's down the road and they're on special this week. Yeah. Um, look, it's fairly, they're fairly good price and, yeah, I've never really had any problems with it before. 
What about do, do either of you know how good is the Kogan stuff? Would you would you recommend that like TV? I've bought a few things from there, including like a little. Um, actually, I bought a Samsung S4 Mini uh, a few years ago. No issues. Sometimes you have to wait a little while for it to turn up, but generally they'll they'll tell you when you're ordering. You know, ship straight away from our you know warehouse one two days. Yeah. Or might be a week or so, but they keep you pretty updated. Fairly cheap, good stuff. Yeah, What's the warranty like? You ever had to send anything back? I never had to send anything back, thankfully. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually just about to buy a little mini digital projector from uh, from a place in China. Oh, so I bought one of the 1080p, little tiny. Uh, it's a yeah. UC80. Mm-hmm. Um, well, some let, friends let, me know how you, let me know how you go with that because I'm after one too. So. Oh, yeah, nice, thinking, yeah? <laughs> nice size. Yeah. <laughs> You see 80? I can send you the link yeah. after, but cool. yeah, um, does 1080p and HDMI nice. uh, hour and a half battery. I bought a uh, nice. So, yeah, got friends that have got one, and I was like, eh, why not? Talking of the projectors, I bought this. I don't know if you guys can see, but it's a little Sony handy oh. and It's got a projector in it. Oh, it's got it? a little projector on the front. Yeah, how cool, cool. is that? <laughs> and these little handy cams, like this is, oh, they're light as, like they feel pretty dodgy, but um, yeah. They're uh, yeah, they're like only three hundred and twenty bucks or something. So huh. whatever you can fit, pretty on, good. Yeah, what you can, whatever you record onto the card, or I think you can even throw a HDMI cable into it and then project whatever onto a wall. I haven't tried it out. Yeah. What do you think of these little uh, vodcast recorders? You know, people are getting. They've got the screen and the dual mics. You know, you can stick it on a table. And I saw one, and it it was good audio quality, but the video was very sort of like um. Uh, like fishbowl, you know, had yeah. a very yeah, I like the, the 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 lens on it was yeah, right. So I wonder how would it? So if you're sitting opposite each other, was it got two cameras on it or something? It's one camera, but I think the the criticism I saw of this particular one was if you quite you have to get quite close to it for the mics to be good, and then when you're close, the the distortion on the video is right. a little bit annoying. Yes. So, um, but yeah, the, the idea is it's like, you know, like the podcast recorders, you can sit in a cafe and say, hey, we're going to do a podcast and stick it on the table and turn it on and, right. you know, it just works, you know. Well, I suppose, like, if, but, you're in that, yeah. Yeah, if you're in that environment and you need something, if you want to record something or do something, well, that's the only sort of way yeah. to do it. Well, it's going to be better than not doing it. So, yeah, that's, yeah, mm. I haven't seen them, but, um, but yeah, I'll keep an eye. I've seen the two little microphone voice recorder things. Um, yeah. But yeah, so they're not they're not too bad. Um, okay, let's. Uh, what well, do you guys want to move on to? Some I've got some stories for the week, and we yeah, can just do some comments on those. Uh, Go for it, Glenn. Uh, Windows 10, 270 million users, uh, act, uh, eight months after the launch. Now, Spider, you don't like Windows, is it? Is this a true story? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I have. I, I have to. If I have to use it, I use it. Uh, what version? I, mean, I really I still, like still Windows. Got... I've still got Windows 7, and it's fine for Windows me. 10. Windows 10 is really good. I completely... Yeah. I mean, 8 was okay, but 10 is... That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. My I, son's got Windows 10, and he seems to get on all right with it. Yeah. Seems to work. I think it's the way to go. It's... Uh, look, obviously, the 270 million users, apparently they want to get to a billion. Uh, you know, uh, it's released last July, and apparently... Well, it, 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 not apparently, but it is free for a year. So till this July, it's going to be free. If you've got seven or eight, you can update it for free. Uh, but and something interesting in this story was on the anniversary, there's going to be a free upgrade. So that's something that yeah. might, must be coming out. So, so do they know how many people are on Windows 7 still and Windows XP and all those other versions? Do they have breakdowns? It'd be interesting to see. XP's been depreciated, hasn't it? Yeah, there's still going to be plenty of people on yeah. it, though. I bet you. Yeah. But I think seven is seven is going to be pretty big. I would have thought. Yeah, still. I'm, yes. Yeah. I, I don't well, know. Xboxes has some upgrades too now, so that's uh, now rocking Windows 10 as well. Which yeah, kind of, you know, right. it make makes sense from Windows' point of view. Hmm. <clears throat> and I think Windows 10 you can get for free if you're going to put it on a device with a screen size under 10 inches. If I remember correctly, so oh, yeah. I, I suppose. Yeah. Don't they have yeah, a thing with Windows 10 where you pirates get it for free too? Like if you've got a pirated version, uh, or there was something like that. No, there was so. talk of that, but they also yeah. do support Raspberry Pi. Yeah, 
Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Look, I, I've got. I've no, moved on to Windows. Yeah, I've moved on to Windows 10. There's a few people out there. Most people I go and have a chat to. They're mainly yeah, seven or ten. There's a few eights out there. Yeah. But well, I think a lot of people have taken the gamble and clicked the little update button. You know, on the Windows Seven. And, and then I think that caused a lot of trouble. Some people. There was a lot of people out there that you know their 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 parents that just got their computers all set up and. You know, of course, their parents go, oh, install updates. Yes. <laughs> it's all changed. The buttons are everywhere. Yes. Um, I think the yeah, thing that really that... got me in trouble when it was when they said, instead of saying upgrade to Windows 10, I think they changed the wording to say install updates. It, well, it didn't actually say it was an operating system upgrade. It just said, you know, hey, keep your system There's always, always that moment when you click the button and you're like, I hope this works. <laughs> <laughs> you know, light it. Light a few candles, get on Facebook, tell everyone about it. Yeah, look, I, I, I find that if it's not going to work, it's mainly not going to work on a laptop. Uh, but yeah. desktops are pretty, pretty rugged. It took me probably a couple of months before I went from 8 to 10. Uh, but that's just because I, I just planned it so, like, I knew if, if it all went to custard, that I had to I had to do it on a day when I had time to rebuild, <laughs> you know. So, um, but it went through fine. There was no dramas. Now, um... Look, something that we're talking about bitcoins and all this before, something that's been using uh, bitcoins in a more more frequent manner is ransomware dudes. Now, uh, look, there's another one that's been been let out into the wild, and it's apparently infects your computer through Dropbox. Now, the ransomware overwrites affected systems hard drive master boot record in order to lock users out. So. Yeah, having your master boot record overridden is not the best not the best way to spend Christmas. <laughs> I think you um I don't know, this this might be a, a question for you guys, but I think you still can recover, can you, from a, a master boot record yeah. fail? You're Linux. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, um... seriously, you can you can install Windows master boot record as well with a Linux boot disk. But I think there yeah. is a Windows way to do it in Windows too, with some sort of there's a like a, yeah. a boot disk you can get. Uh, it's a utility. It's like a free utility. Yes. So but maybe I, they maybe they get around that. I think I the thing to look at though is like, what? How is that even getting installed to begin with? Like, what are you what are you installing? Or what's a user installing to even? Hmm. Oh, Steve dropped out. So. Um, yes. Yeah. So what? Yeah, sorry. You can recover. It's it's hard work, but I think you can. I think what happen what happens with the is people are sent a link and it, and it goes back to a Dropbox file and uh it's in the guise of a resume like hi my name's jim i'm looking for a job here's my resume and then you click on the link and you open it up and bang apparently your system i think a lot of these things they're not really they don't really care about people like us that can fix things it's the everyday Mm. joe blogs people that are going to panic and go what i really need this and i'll just pay the money yeah. But like you know, people who actually know what they're doing are going to be able to get rid of these things and mm. clean them up. But they're not—they're not really targeting us. You know, have yeah. you seen the ones that say um, in Russian? They say if you're a member of like the Russian, in it says if you're from Russia, uh, email us and we'll unlock you for free. But it right. says it in Russian, so people who aren't Russian can't <laughs> read it because <laughs> basically they don't want to target their their. So you just their, have to their, their, their so friends. So you just need to, <laughs> need to slow down. Steve, and then you'll be you'll be right. Now, <laughs> now um, so apparently, yes. Yeah, so again, so just to finish up on this, it makes it overwrites the MBR, the master boot record, makes the system unstable, and displays a nice little ransom note during the boot up. And you know, look, they're, yeah, they're kind to us because they are. They want to perfect and you know enhance their product, and they've got their their developers and their designers, <laughs> and they're making nice little screens to look at while that's telling you that you you need to spend point nine nine bitcoins. You know, they, they first of all it was little ASCII. Nice them, yeah, it was a little ASCII skull, but now yeah. they decided they wanted to move on. I noticed they say uh, the military grade encryption as well. They actually like give, you know it's like you haven't just encrypted your drive. We're doing military grade just just to you know make you feel better about it. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know they're, they're, they're nice, aren't they? They're looking after you really. They don't want yeah. anyone getting your getting your uh, your data. Now, uh, what about Dick Smith? They're finally going oh. to all close by April thirty. It's not somewhere I ever I, really shopped. 
So Kogan's bought the online store, though, hasn't he? Is that the story? Yeah. He has. Yeah. Um, I got, got a really brand. cheap, really cheap soundbar. Right. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I got some SodaStream. That's about all I got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, uh, I don't go, really go into Dick Smith. There's, there's one here in Rabina. Um, but yeah, look. Apparently, look. It, it gets a bit tricky with their staff and everything. Like, because there's a as this story yeah. reads, uh, an un, an unnamed Dick Smith employee told Fairfax last week that staff couldn't find new jobs until management specified when stores would close. This is because employees will void their redundancy entitlements. So if they resign before a notice of redundancy, so that's, oh, that's yeah. crazy, isn't it? So you, you're forced. So to... Haven't they got rid of a load of people already, though? Because well, I, I went to I went up to Runaway Bay the other week, and there was like one guy in the whole shop. <laughs> yeah, so I... it's like they just put skeleton staff. Yeah. I think it's more the case of they can't have them work, and they're in the process of sorting out redundancies, right. and like that's a lengthy process. <laughs> yes, yes, so yeah, so they're um. They're out of here. Look, there's, there's probably good bargains to be had. I think I did walk past. I, I was on the up, opposite side, but I did walk past Dick Smith there at Rabina today. And, yeah, it looked a bit empty, I suppose, as you would expect. And I think it was up eighty up yeah. to 80% off and all this sort of stuff. So if you everything must go. So if you're looking for something, why not give them a shot? Uh, I'm not Just sure. Just don't, ex- don't expect the warranty. <laughs> no. Well, that was the big thing, wasn't it, Dick Smith? They said, you know, you don't have to keep your receipts or anything. We'll keep all your warranty records. Do you remember that? Like, yes. So I thought that's great. Yes. I actually used to go and buy from Dick Smith's because I knew they had all my warranties on file. Yes. So I guess it's having to do it now. Where, where are my warranties? <laughs> growing up with it, it's kind of a shame to see. Yeah. Um, yeah that, that was the original IoT place. It's where you got your yeah. stuff from. They had everything. Well, well, over in the US, they've had the same thing happen with Radio Shack, haven't they? And that's now. Yeah. Just sells like mobile phone accessories. I think they 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 got bought by someone, and they it's just like a mobile phone case shop now. Yeah, you know, sure. they, long long ago they stopped selling electronics. I think they started trying to do some Arduino thing like last year, just for as a last ditch attempt. But they were just too late. Mm. Yeah, they totally yeah. Missed, they totally missed that um, opportunity. Yeah, because we used which to is have... a shame. Yeah, sorry, Steve. Oh, it's a shame just because, like, any time I've needed to buy Arduino stuff, uh, I've had to bring it in from the US because local local suppliers will generally do the same thing, and it's like, well, I can still get it here within four days. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's there is there is a market here for it. Yeah, I think uh, we we just sell Arduinos at the at hackerspace, and uh, yeah. yeah, we were talking about uh, vending machines. I talked to you about this before, Steve, but you know, yeah. vending machines for electronics are awesome. And mm. a friend of mine recently said he wanted to do like car parts in vending machines as well. You know, like the you mm. know, and like little, you know, like when your bulbs go for your built tail lights and things like yeah, that. Yeah. And there's all sorts of different types. Uses, you know, yeah, great idea. Yeah, so mm. putting them in in vending machines. So yeah, I'd love to see vending machines. Like you know, the Japanese have vending machines everywhere. Well, they got oh, they everywhere. They got they yeah. got a um, vending machine for thongs. So why like, not? not? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> they do. In well, Surface not... Paradise, there's a vending machine for thongs. That's right. For when you, yeah. when you, what do they say when you bust your plugger? That's right. When you're on the way home. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> but I know when I was in the US, and probably you guys have seen them as well, they had uh, tech vending machines, you put like cameras or whatever through yeah. them. So, um, yeah, that, yeah. that's, that's at all the right. airports. Yeah. When you think right. about it, though, like, mm. this, I used to work in an electronic shop when I was like 16, and we had like really, we got trained, we had to read the manuals, like product knowledge was like really important because the internet wasn't really around, you know, everyone. And these yeah. days, there's no product knowledge with customers or customer service anymore in these oh, shops. So right. why not just stick it all in a vending machine and put a QR code on the front, Yeah. let people mm. scan it and read the, they're going to get better service mm. from a robot than a person in a shop, which is a bit sad, but that's kind of reality. Because I had a yeah. I had an issue when I was looking at that, those video cameras I was just talking to you about before, because uh, I wanted them for a special purpose. And so you go down to the shops and you look and asking questions. No one knows. You're right. No one knows what's going on. So I come back home and started ringing manufacturers. They don't know. Like, <laughs> that, like I rang Sony and said, "Will if I hook a HDMI cable up to this?" And I and will it give me a clean feed? As in, like I didn't want you know the record and the time and all this sort of stuff. And they didn't know. And I said, "Well, how, no. how can you, you know?" Because they didn't make it. Some other guy made it in China, and they yeah. packed a Sony name on it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so at the end of the day, their their solution was to buy it and find out. 
Like, yeah. it was crazy. <laughs> I, I know. I've never seen anything like it. But uh, but uh, anyway, it did give me a clean feed. So I was I was willing. Did you to... see the story about? Um, did you see the story about D-Link a while back about how you know basically all their smart home devices? Oh, Steve's on. Uh, he's on a D-Link. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be he'll be back but while we while we're waiting for the uh his uh internet to come back um let's hang on here he, comes. Right. Here he is yeah. right. d-link what were you saying um Spider? yeah no, i was just saying it's story about d-link so basically all the d-link stuff was getting hacked you know the um smart power meters uh and the smart turning your plugs on and off and things like that and um dealing were pretty unhelpful and there was a blog post i read about it i can't remember exactly what it was was um, who wrote it? But they were basically saying, you know, a lot of these companies now don't make any of this stuff. Mm. It's it's uh, you know these people. It's like a no name brand that actually makes a lot of the internals, and they just slap a brand, uh, you know, a box around it and put D-Link on it. So That's when right. it comes to like the internals, anything to do with firmware or you know vulnerabilities, things like that, hackers, uh, you know, white hat hackers who are like hacking stuff and sending D-Link emails saying, hey, by the way, there's a vulnerability in your product. Uh, dealing they have no idea it's the other guy they, they can pass it on to the people who make the firmware but at the end of the day they're just kind of protecting their asses and mm. protecting their brand you know there's not a lot of incentive for them to fix anything no. and then the guy the poor guys that actually made the firmware you know they're often not told about it or it's just you know it's too hard for them because they're just a small little company who've been screwed by the big you know the big player anyway yeah so yeah a lot of the stuff you're seeing in the shops not sure about Sony. It might be different with Sony, but you know some of these brands, the stuff that they're selling is not theirs. It's just in their box. They yeah. just sell that plastic around it. Belongs to them, but the yeah. tech is something that was. pretty arbitrary. You know? Yeah, well, I suppose the same. You could go with you know like um, name brand computers. That's all other people stuff inside a, a box with with the brand name on the front. Really, isn't it? Hey, I opened up a Seagate hard drive the other day because I had a Seagate hard drive that I needed to swap around because the Raspberry Pi wouldn't read it, long story. Um, opened up Seagate hard drive and there was a Samsung one inside. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. That yep. was an external we, external hard drive. How we, mm. Yeah, yeah. It's how we roll now. <laughs> That's crazy. Why Why I would that be? tweeted a picture of it too. Yeah, why do you think that, that would be? Like, why? It's probably cheaper at the time, I guess. Re- you know, cheaper than their own Excessive product. hard drive. Yeah, right. Must be. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Oh, that's crazy stuff. Um, what about uh, Optus and Uber? They're uh, offering mm. Uber drivers discounts or cheap, real good plans for Wi-Fi so their car, Uber cars can be Wi-Fi enabled. Um, Amazing idea. Yeah, yeah. You like it? You you, you, you would yeah. use Uber? Cool. I've used Uber a lot through nine countries. <laughs> um, yeah, and like having... Having Wi-Fi, you know, as soon as you arrive at a location, or having it, you know, going to and from airports, or uh, yeah, amazing idea. Like, I can't yeah. wait for it. So this is rolling out into Sydney and Melbourne. So they want to initially deploy about a hundred Wi-Fi points in low-cost Uber X cars, which has the potential to expand if it's successful. Cool. Uh, so they're going to offer the Uber drivers discounted plans, including a forty-dollar. I've already got that email. <laughs> <laughs> Are you an Uber driver? It's an amazing Because I'm an Uber driver, but I've only ever done one drive. Can you believe that? Yeah. (laughs) I signed up and I did one drive, and then I got a job the next day. (laughs) I love Uber. It's so much easier. The only time I'll generally get a taxi is when I have to or from an airport. It's pretty nasty when you have to get a taxi these days. And you know the trick with the Ubex? Maybe I shouldn't be broadcasting this on a public podcast. But uh, you know the airport. Some of the airports don't allow UberX, so you just move your pin to the, the usually the petrol station down the road, and you'll find there's like twenty UberX drivers just hanging around there, yeah. just outside and then, the zone. And you just then you just ring the driver. Yeah, yeah. there's always. Like, I didn't realise that because I really don't take taxis or Ubers, but uh, I was reading somewhere the other day, probably you know trawling through the Facebooks, and I knew they had, you know rate your driver. I knew they did that. But they rate the the drivers rate you, as well. Yeah. You can get you can get your rating though. You can email them and they'll send you your rating. Yeah. Right. And if your rating nine. drops down, you can get kicked up. Yeah. So if you're if you're abusive to a driver and you know he can 
and you, you do it enough times, then you'll get kicked off the network. You won't be able to get a car. Yeah. So, it's crazy. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, I guess so, yeah. It keeps, everyone, keeps everyone honest. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And unlike you taxis, can, you can challenge can... it. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, but unlike uh, taxis, unlike taxis, you can't do that as easy. That's the beauty of it is you know who they are. They know who you are. Mm. Yeah. And I think like, it's pretty hard to get an Uber license, though, isn't it? Uh, you do... nah. No. <laughs> I've got one. It's easy. It's easy. <laughs> they gave one it's to like me. A, it's an online process. They check the car depends out. On the state. Yeah. It depends on the state, Glenn, but most of the states have, like, a driver authority. And you just have to go to the government and get a driver authority, and then um, that it's just pretty. It's pretty clever the way Uber did it. They basically outsourced the their police checks to the go, to the government yeah, <laughs> by getting you to do a driver authority. That's all right, but you, you can't. It's um, very clever. Your car has to be a relatively new model as well, doesn't it? Yeah, it has yeah. to get checked out. Yeah, yeah, but it's still not legal fully in two states at the moment. Right. But, you know, matter of time. Oh, it's illegal in Queensland. Damn it. Can you edit that bit, man? In Victoria. <laughs> you, you've, uh, well, being a driver. you've only done you one have a license. You've only yeah, done you one drive, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> I don't at the moment. No. I haven't. I didn't want to drive. Yeah. So you'll be right. You'll be I right. Earned, I earned like $6.20 on Uber. That's it. If you look on my account. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, I suppose a, a, a big story is over the last couple of weeks and sort of been turned on its head. Uh, developer Steve, what do you? What's your take on the iPhone hack and the FBI? What's uh... ah, that? Wasn't a hack. No way, that was a hack. No, that was a that was a social hack. If anything, like they've been able to graft a password from somebody, or right, they did not hack that phone. You think John McAfee was and... in there somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he he always saves the day. No, that was definitely a social hack. If anything, but I love how mysteriously a glass of water was knocked onto it afterwards. So you know, right, right, right. <laughs> it didn't happen. So, um, well, as the story goes, the FBI might now be pressed into providing Apple with details of how its third-party hacker reportedly this, I think they're Iranian or Israelian, uh, Celebrite, will break into yeah. it, that that broke into the device. So, uh, so Apple's now going crazy. <laughs> Because it's out there that the FBI's broke into the device, and uh, they're going crazy because now everyone's saying, "Well, the device is unsecure." But um, but as uh, developer Steve just said, that it's probably a, a social hack, so that everything should calm down. So uh, yeah, yeah, nothing's you... secure. No, Secu- security well, is, a, is a is a is a figment of your imagination, Glenn. Yes, I'm sure it is. <laughs> Look, if it's all uh, it's just the right zeros and ones and you'll get what you want don't you it's all zeros and ones and uh malware on gumtree i don't know that's the thing through some twos anyway Mm. yeah so um gumtree is a kind of malware isn't it It just infects everyone's lives buying and selling stuff (laughs) yes that's right i don't know but uh, um developer steve you bought stuff off gumtree sold stuff on gumtree actually never Never have bought stuff on Gumtree before, but of course eBay owns Gumtree, so I bought stuff on eBay. Yeah, well, I can say. Oh, that. I bought a bed the other day on Gumtree. It's awesome. Yeah. Trundle bed for 40 bucks. Yeah, right, right. Oh, I, I, it's I funny, I searched up beds on Gold Coast uh, Gumtree, and there was 643 single beds for sale. Wow. So I'm like, wow. damn it, how do I pick from that? So I just looked, what is the closest one to my house? Yeah. And it was a guy just down the road, and so I picked him. But how'd you pick from 640 beds, and yeah. half of them didn't, you know, they're, they're pretty bad photos. You'd have to so lay on them, find out how they, what they're yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> how'd you go around laying on 640? Wow. <laughs> Wouldn't want to stand for that type of thing. No. Nah. <laughs> Boom. Um, now, apparently, yeah, this, this gum tree mal- malvertising. So, um so the network, uh, what's it? How's this? How does this read? So, the miscreants miscreants penetrated the network of an Australian legal firm as well. Also putting up a phony version of its site that appeared legitimate, but actually contained fraudulent subdomain off its main server. Well, that's pretty tricky, isn't it? Uh, mm. And it's so Gumtree uh, subsidiary eBay receives forty eight million monthly visits, and it's and it's popular in UK, Australia, and South Africa. Well, I didn't know all that. Um, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it's all over the place. The criminal. So this version of Gome Tree looks heaps better. It's the pirate version. Oh, right. Like you can buy, and it's in. You can buy pirate costumes and ships, <laughs> and you can buy a plank, and yeah, I you speak, and it's all translated into pirate speak. Yeah, I, yeah. I and it does. That's good. I bet it does ransomware too. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Do you want a quick MBR wipe while you're here? Yes. <laughs> yes, at checkout. Oh, right. I like that. I think they should keep that background forever. Yeah. Uh, or, or just don't speak like a pirate day. That's right. Put that on. Yeah. When is yeah. that? Do you know when speak like a pirate? November, day? is it? I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, later in the year. Comes around every yeah. now and then. Yeah. Now, I know uh, we'll just touch on one, one last topic and. Uh, Spidey, I think this is up your alley because I saw you put it down somewhere. Uh, what's going on with the census? You, you, you're objecting to it. Census. So, oh, uh, so you know the census, right? Those people that come around your house and hassle you to fill in those uh, forms about yourself and ask you, you know, what religion you are and, mm. and say a Jedi if you want. Or, Whatever. Um, so they um, normally there's a. I think they do collect your name and address, but then they tear off the top section. Right. And that is submitted anonymously. And then the Bureau of Statistics used that to do statistical analysis, you know. So this census in Australia is the first time they're going to keep your name and address on your census. Right. So who gets that? The so, ABS. And this has happened in a few other countries as well. And it's been used for slightly nefarious Uses. Ah, right. So there's a there's a there's a call um, out at the moment from Australian lawyers saying that we should do civil disobedience and we should not fill the census in, and it gives you nine handy tips of how to get out of the census. <laughs> census, nice. uh, and it, you got to be fairly uh, um, brave to get out of this thing because they have people that come around your house and they're paid on commission to get people to fill in census, so they're going to. If you're going to ignore them, then you're going to probably have to ignore the door being knocked for like a week mm. around dinner time, probably. Um, you can you you can get fined, prosecuted for not doing the census, but they're saying if enough people don't fill it in in protest, then maybe it's get it's going to send a good message. But then someone said to me today, this is all a this is all a basically a, a, a front for getting rid of the census altogether. Okay. So if they Makes... can if they can actually make the data look crappy then the, the argument is it's a waste of money and why are we doing it in this day and age when we can you know gather all sorts of information about people electronically hmm. well, um, anyway anyway yeah so the census is uh, an interesting one though because it does ask some fairly personal stuff about oh, yeah. your income and the people that are in your house the exact numbers that are in your house and the relationships between those people and um and religion, race, things like that in there. So, mm. so uh, you know, I want to put um, Pastafarian on mine this year, <laughs> this time if I do fill it in. <laughs> so uh, for my religion, yeah. So I don't know if I'm really. I don't think I'm worthy of being a Jedi. And my sword skills just are pretty. I haven't really done much exercise lately, and I don't think I could really hack it as a Jedi. But you're like, not feeling sitting the around like eating pasta and talking in pirate speak and all of that. <laughs> I could do that. That could be you. Yeah, so, uh, that's the religion for me. Well, I suppose. Um, yeah, as you say, like, why? I wonder why they're going down this path. Like, why do they want to? collect like they know everything about you anyway it's just not all maybe put together and the abs is probably not as a, a privacy um uh castle let's say as like the ato you know like you try and get information out of the ato you can't get it but out of the abs they probably it's probably on their website somewhere. Uh, so. so i actually used to uh, do geospatial analytics many moons ago uh and the lowest um Sort of geographic brick you could take this, uh, get this data down to was a micro collection district, which is within 20 households. Uh, oh. That's legally, that's they like you would pay an absolute squeen dollars to get the data, but that was the lowest you could get it to. So, what so do you think? Have you got any issues with privacy and not tearing the top of the census and that? I think most of the government agencies kind of already know where we are, what we're doing. You know yeah. how much we earn anyway. I think it's the things like religion and um, sort of status. There was a lot of information that we'd be able to get for marketing purposes. So we'd know. I could uh, use geographic mapping on a customer database to know how many households there were in a region, 
uh, average income. There was like a whole bunch of stuff you could get from it and a whole bunch of stuff you'd get not only from ABS, but also from other companies that would um, use satellite imagery, work out number of cars in driveways, uh, house size, number of bedrooms in houses. Like, there's a whole lot of data already available. Mm. Yeah, I know the amount of data. Like, it's amazing because I went to uh, and Spider, you'd know about this as well. But I went to the, that Gov hack last year, and you know, the yeah. guy, when they stand up and they say, "This is all the data we've got. Make something." And you think, "My yeah. God, where's all this data? What?" How much time and money is spent collecting? That's just the tip of the iceberg, too. Yeah. yeah. That's and just the stuff so they release. Insurance companies will use the ABS data to work out uh, crime statistics versus population density versus, um, you know, housing status. Um, shopping centers will work out distance to shopping centers from any particular region inside a suburb. Like, there's a whole range of stuff that you can use this data for. Mm. And you'll see uh, after after this sentence, you'll see you'll see little uh, pirate shops popping up up near um, Spidey's area. Three or four little. So I'm just trying to work out at the moment. Uh, it, for me, I'm, I, I, I totally get that there's loads of data there. It's just the yeah. end of the wedge, you know, and just keep eroding away by this. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to doing some civil disobedience. I'm just trying to decide which of the nine things I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm I thinking maybe you. I'm just going to ignore them and just not answer I, the door. I question <laughs> the, method, the method used now, though, just because well, it's every seven years at the moment. Yeah. Um, the way society and suburbs can change so dramatically over that mm. time, like I think it's not the best way to do it anymore. Yeah, oh, what's the, what, it's what? crazy the way that they have these people. Because a friend of mine is basically a bit of an, um, it's fit, fit, he's a bit of a nomad. He doesn't have a house. He just travels around. Mm-hmm. And he says, "Yeah, they won't get me." But apparently, the census people do. They have people that go to campgrounds. The people who are out fishing, yeah, they'll right. find you. Right. And they try and they'll oh. tra- they have to, and they, they try and track you down. When is so, when is the census supposed to take place? Uh. I have no idea. I just know it's coming oh, up. I was just wondering, depending when it is, like they'll have to be at the airport bound for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be chasing you. They'll be chasing you. Now, um, okay, so that's, that's about all the news stories we've got. Uh, developer Steve, do you have anything you wanted to talk about or any news stories that interest you this week or are you happy to... Um, yeah, nothing that comes to mind, really. Um, how's, how's the weather in yeah, Melbourne no, going for you? Getting cold. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was in the weekend. Nice. Oh, it's beautiful um, up here. I've been in the pool. Queensland. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I've been in the pool. It's great. Perfect one day. You know the ad. That's the that's the way it goes. Yeah. All right. Well, I think uh, we might leave it there. And uh, look, you can follow us on the facebook.com forward slash Aussie Techheads, the youtube.com forward slash Aussie Techheads, and uh, you can see the show notes at aussietechheads.com.au forward slash podcast. You can also tune us in on the radio. Uh, just search for Aussie uh, Techheads on the TuneIn radio. Or if you want, there's the 24 7 back to back Aussie and New Zealand tech shows on AussieTechRadio.com. And you can search Aussie Tech Radio on TuneIn Radio also. So it's everywhere. It's everywhere. And also, don't forget uh, new editions of Aussie Max Zone out this week and also other podcasts that uh, around about they get uh, produced every now and then uh, from Will and Jace, Obsidian Loft, Old Fart Geeks, and uh, the Aussie Tech Security. So look forward to all those. All right. Thank you, Developer Steve, for coming in and spending some time with us and letting us know updates to your whereabouts and happenings. And, Thank uh, you. Thank you. Always, always love coming back on. I'll try and get back again. Yes. I, I will get it back. I won't even try. For sure. Once, <laughs> once we get the Kingdom Hack webpage up, uh, well, let's get, yes. let's uh, get back on and uh, talk about Kingdom Hacks. And, and uh, thanks, Bidey, for coming in. Thanks, Glenn. It's a pleasure, mate. Right, it took good. me long enough. It took me eight. What is it? Like eight. 10 years to get on something your podcast. Like, yeah, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> so that's all good. And so if anyone is around the Gold Coast, just uh, look up where they find TechSpace. Just Google TechSpace Gold Coast. And... Yeah, gctechspace.org. Yeah. Uh, and we're on Meetup as well. Or just come along yeah. on Wednesday nights to Mudjabar. Yeah, the old post office in uh, Mudjabar. Old post office in Mudjabar. Yeah. So, One of my favourite spaces on the Gold Coast. Yes, yeah. yes. Thanks, uh, Steve. <laughs> 
And um, that's all right. And Spider, you you also look after little kids as well. You've got the uh, Adreno projects for what? Not my own ones or the people's ones or <laughs> well, yeah, other people's? <laughs> like you you help the kids build stuff out of the Adreno kits and stuff. You could put that on the census. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so it's all good. There's a lot happening there. There's uh, 3D printers and uh, people building everything. So get along to the, the Goldface Tech Space if you're at Goldie or nearby. All right, so that's great. So thanks again, guys, and uh, I hope everyone's enjoyed the show. And we should be uh, back to our normal panel next week. And uh, so join us next. All right, it's uh, goodbye from all of us, and see you soon. Bye-bye. Aussie Tech Ed is produced by The Secret Hub and recorded on the Gold Coast Australia. Please visit our website and take part in our discussions forums at www.aussietechhead.com. Views expressed in the preceding audio do not necessarily represent those of Aussie Tech Ed or The Secret Hub. Thank you for downloading and we'll see you next episode. Bye for now.